Hey, hey, good day, everybody. We are GFBS, Grand Forks Best Source, and thank you for joining us today. It is time for your Wednesday interview from the GFBS studios. I'm Dale Coolis, and today we are soon to be joined by Grand Forks Public Library staff members Brandy Helm and Tanya Palmer from the Information Services Department. If you have questions for either of them, please ask them either in the live stream chat or by calling or texting in your questions or comments to us at 701-213-0863. Today's show is brought to you by most cafe make sure to check them out in the grand cities mall they're just down the hall from us they're an awesome sit down takeout diner with killer breakfast and lunch specials that gluten-free choices offer a 15 percent discount for military members and they're open tuesday through friday from seven to three and on weekends from eight to two make sure to check out the gfbs morning update every tuesday through friday for the most daily dish special uh for their special today it is the mardi gras burger where it's a eight ounce beef patty with cajun seasoning lettuce tomato pickles with mayo on a toasted brochet bun and it comes with Crispy fries, all for $11 at Moe's Cafe in the Grand Cities Mall. Stop in for breakfast or lunch with a buddy. You will love it. All right. Well, I am here with Brandy and Tanya from the show. How are you guys doing today? Not bad. Glad to be back. Yes, great to have you back. I I know, Brandy, this is your first time on the show. Uh, feel free to get, get that microphone right in your face there. We'll pick you up there pretty good there. How goes it today? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I'm very stoked to be talking about. We got you guys on here to talk about the Grand Forks Library Con coming up this Saturday from noon to four, and also just kind of recap some of the events that happened from the last few months since the last guys last time you guys were on in March. Here, I uh, always like to preview. Kind of it's like almost like a twice a year kind of just recap preview the upcoming of many many events you guys got going at the library. So, uh, but you know, before we get things going here, I got to keep up the John Roberts ritual. The jokes my neighbor tells me segments. So, you know, and I was kind of just teasing it a little bit before we started. I, I got to keep it, you know, kind of topic related. So I, I made sure to do some Googling for some library jokes. And so here we go. What does the librarian do before going on vacation? I, I, this is a softball. I bet, I bet you guys can get this. There you go. No. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, I'm hyping this up way too much. They book a room. Ah. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's for you, John. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. No. Paul, yay, nay. Well, <laughs> thumbs in the middle. I'll take a thumbs in the middle. All right. So, summer's is pretty much, no, it's not officially wrapped up until, I guess, what? I forget the exact day. But, you know, I kind of consider it Labor Day with a feel for, you know, schools back in session. Some schools have started up. I think not all the schools, but pretty much almost all of them, right? So, is it, are you feeling the end of summer vibes at the library? Definitely. Um, actually, our summer reading program ended at the uh, end of July. And I feel like people were just like, okay, this is our last hurrah before schools back in session. So, I feel like we see that. Like for the month of August, things mm-hmm. get a little less crazy, um, and and then people go back to school. <laughs> yes, Brandy noticed a little less uh, kind of a little less foot traffic now during the daytime hours. And now that school's in session, uh, yeah, a, a little less noise. Not by very much. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. So in case we've got some first-time viewers here with our uh, interview with the uh, Grand Forks Public Library uh, staff, uh, Tanya, I know you've been on the show a couple times before, but you're the Information uh, Services Supervisor. Um, maybe just uh, um, just the little uh, Cliff Notes version on your, on your background on, on the library. 
Well, I've been at the library for about 19 years now, and I've kind of been in several different uh, positions and uh, worked my way up to being the supervisor of the department. Supervisor for information services. So you're the go-to person when uh, when it's like anyone has a question on what's going on with the library. Yes, I'm heavily involved in programming along with the children's librarian, and um, and then also like uh, if you want to suggest a book for our collection, you would come to my department. Uh, you know, if you have yeah any questions like about circulation, like checking out books, returning books, if you any sort of issues, we also provide online books. Uh, just we have online resources, so it, there's just a lot of moving parts. And Brandy, and you're in the information services department too. I imagine that's all exactly your cup of tea as well. Yep, I've been at the library for seven years. I do a lot of the programming as well for teens and adults. A lot of arts and craft programs are my specialty. Yeah, so that's got to be, I can only imagine, just keeping everything up to date with the, all the latest. Is it kind of like, I know in, in you know, new books traditionally usually hit Tuesday. Is there usually like a new book day for Tuesdays where, all right, we got to update the databases with all the new books coming and going? Or is that kind of a, or is it a different day of the week it falls on usually? Um, we don't really worry too much about that. Like, we'll get the books, they'll be cataloged, and as soon as they're allowed to be circulated, um, we have them out. Um, we do have uh, online, um, <coughs> excuse me, we do have like an online kind of carousel on our database, uh, I should say online catalog, that shows our newest books, and we do update that monthly, so it's, you know, like as things are not considered new, they fall off, mm-hmm. and the new ones keep getting added, so, um, but that's, it's not like a, oh, every Tuesday we yeah. show you, um, but just as a teaser, we might have something fun coming up to kind of highlight our new books um, starting maybe next month. Gosh, or, I, so. I, I still remember all the way back, you know, going in, you know, probably dating myself a little bit, just, you know, grade school, they t- teaching us the card catalog and the Dewey Decimal System and all, all those fun things. Uh, maybe, when is a card, card catalog still an actual thing, maybe? Or did, when do they get... Or is, I'm guessing it's probably long gone. Yeah. So the physical card catalog has been gone for many, many years. <laughs> but it it still exists. It's just online. Digital. Uh, yeah. So you can find a book, you know, the same way you could in the card catalog, mm-hmm. um, maybe a little more easily, just because you can change your search parameters and you don't have to don't like, have move to, to a different drawer. <laughs> yeah, don't have to sift through. So many memories in, in, in class growing up of sifting through those drawers. Oh, man. I guess, speaking of sifting through many kinds of books, uh, you guys just wrapped up your summer reading program. Uh, I, I saw some posts on social media. I know I was, I kind of did a couple... Uh, Quick uh, interviews. Uh, I did one with you, Tanya, and one with Aaron Steph- Stefanich uh, about you know the big kickoff word and the opening of the Grand Children's Wing. Uh, just wondering, uh, recap some of the summer reading program there. Just some uh, highlights. I seeing on social media there had a big, big turnout for it. Yeah. So um, everyone really wanted to see the children's department remodel, and it was worth it. The I mean, wrapping it up with the kickoff party was you know just. It just helped make our event even more special. But everyone loves how it turned out. And there there are people who come in specifically just to check it out, even now, you know. So and then of course while they're there, they're they're checking out the rest of the library. 
that's got to be such a, a, a great kind of gateway for, for kids to discover the library. I know I was, when I was interviewing Aaron, uh, where I was trying to set up, I'm like, oh, maybe we could go into the children's wing and, and see the, like the, the, you know, the Mira uh, installment addition to it. And, but it was just packed that opening day. I'm like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> it, but it was chaos. It was chaos. But a good, good the good best, chaos. the best yes, kind of chaos, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Brandy, how have you liked the 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 new addition, the children's wing? Bring how's the reception been these last few months? It's been really nice to see like the kids come in and get excited that they can go up because it was so sad for many months. Like they would come in, it's still closed, and they would be super sad about it. So it's nice that they can just run up there and play and find books. And I thought it was really cool too. The slide. On that same time, the slide reopened as well when the children's yeah. room reopened. There were there were a few tears um, <laughs> for some kids who came in and found out that the slide was closed. No, so. oh, but not no no more. No more <laughs> kids or adults go down. The, I think if I remember, you guys said adults. So it's for everyone, right? Yeah, absolutely. I go down it myself. All the oh time. heck yeah! Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that is so awesome. Uh, so. I was looking on social media for the summer re- uh, reading program recap. You had 1,100 participants, 750,000 minutes, kind of uh, all just kind of just all t- uh, tabulated there. That's got to be, is that like a new record? Um, no. Or pretty actually, close? <laughs> we, we actually have gotten a little higher than that in, um, in past years. Uh, but I think not everyone uses our online uh, tracking system. So I think we can we can kind of factor that in. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's uh, we always get really good response to our summer reading program. Um, it's been a, a at least the children's portion has been a longstanding uh, event, you know, for decades. I want to say. I, I saw on there you guys were gave. What were some like the, the like maybe just some marquee? I know there was like prizes and awards for kind of like all the I think kind of like a video game. The video games now that you could earn achievements and trophies for your progress marked. I saw there was kind of like a, the equivalent for the summer reading program. Yeah, so we use a program called Beanstack, and Beanstack lets you set, like, kind of challenges or activities. And if you complete the activities, then you get a little a badge, and it's online. And, you know, it's just a fun little thing. Like you said, kind of a video game thing. Um, but what we can do is kind of give uh, these badges, like, a, a tickets, assign a ticket value. So if you earn enough badges, then you earn uh, tickets to enter the prize drawings. And then, you know, at the end of the reading program, we can just take, you know, everyone who wants to try to win a certain prize, we can just randomly draw a name from that whole list. The, and so Beanstack really streamlines the whole process. It's a lot easier. Wow, that's, that's got to make it so, so cool to uh, just make, make it all just all under one umbrella. Uh, did you notice any any anyone when when it came time for the final uh, day for everyone to meet up? Was it like a like a special gathering kind of marked the end okay. of the? We had our finale on August third, um, and that's where people could pick up their prizes if they won. So uh, I guess uh, it used to be where the the names were drawn, and then people would show up, uh, or I'm sorry, I don't remember correctly. It might be that they drew the names at the party. And so it would take several hours. Um, and so now it's kind of, like you said, more streamlined. But now people are perf- uh, informed beforehand. 
that they've won so they can come and pick up their prize. But we've got all sorts of fun things happening. We had free ice cream. Um, that was something we started last year. We did it again this year. It's very popular. Mm-hmm. And Can't um, go wrong with free ice cream. Crowd <laughs> clap for that. <laughs> yes. And that's not limited to kids. If you show up to our finale and you get one of our free ice cream tickets, it doesn't matter if you are a child or an adult, and it doesn't matter if you actually join the summer reading program. You know, it's just like, hey, you came to the library to have fun. Here is some ice cream for you. I 100% agree. Now, Brandy, you kind of said on the top, you said seven years with the library, right? Yep. Now, this is your first time on, on, on the show for the library interview. It is. So I'm kind of curious, what was your path to uh, going to, li- uh, to, to work for the library and just to be in the information services there? Um, I think I saw an ad in the newspaper, which is so old school, but I think that's how I ended up at the library. Um, yeah. Passionate reader? Oh, yes, definitely. Now, I, I, I remember asking, I want to say Tanya and Aaron, one of the last times they were on, how do you f- keep up with, I know, just for myself, it's, it could be hard to carve out time to, to read all the time. Like, I, my book backlog is awful. Uh, oh, yeah. Goodreads is a great website. I love to keep yes. track of my progress. Uh, how, do, how do you, well, do you set a certain time of the day to read? Or a certain no. time of the week all of a sudden are just like nightly binge reading sessions? Pretty Probably nightly binge reading sessions, you know, and it doesn't help that when the new books come out, we get to see them first so that we get to pick, ooh, this looks good, this looks good. Oh, get so, dibs? Yeah, so that really makes your TBR pile stack up pretty quickly. Gosh, yeah, that's that's got to be just, you know, kind of like a, a good problem to have, you know. We all, yes. I, I think we all have our, I definitely have my book backlog, movie backlog. It's a good problem. <laughs> I know I definitely didn't read multiple books at once before I started working at the library, but now I do. I probably have like four, five going at one time, and it's just whatever I'm in the mood for. Now, I, I, I just made a little teaser for one of my last questions for you guys for the show. I'm going to do the same thing that I did last time. Get a good, maybe a recent or, or sometime this year favorite book uh, recommendation. That's always Ooh. a love to, so just something to keep on the back burner there for when we get okay. there towards the end there. But uh, a couple other events you guys recently wrapped up. Uh, April 6th was the second annual uh, Friends of the Library mini art show. Uh, and I think we are talking a little bit before the show. We said that Friends of the Library love putting that on there. Oh, yeah, it was really popular last year, so they wanted to repeat it. And, you know, just they made the supplies available to anyone who was interested. Uh, So it was a little mini uh, canvas, some paints, a paintbrush, and, you know, just said, okay, return it by a certain date, and then it's going to go up on our wall. And there were, like, people were not limited to the supplies that they were provided. So we had somebody who, like, made like a collage or it was like a something with fiber arts it yeah was, people yeah. like made little tiny like knitted yeah it things was that they glued to the canvases yeah. it was really neat yeah we have some very creative people living in Grand Forks I know we're talking before the show we may, we may try and get in touch with them to ha- have them on the show in the future just we, we, we all we love uh, talk to the art scene in, in, in the Grand Cities there there's just so many we had the Arts for Vets people we interviewed here before in the studio and that's uh, like some downtown development arts uh uh, officials, executives, that there is such a big art scene in Grand Forks. It's amazing. Um, also, you guys kind of following up here, I know uh, I was kind of re-listened to our last interview just as a refresher. Uh, just kind of curious, is uh, you, got, you guys are still doing the radon detectors giveaway? Oh, well, it's not a giveaway. Or not giveaway. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's yeah. the wrong way of they phrasing it. They can be it. checked out. They checked can be checked out. out. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we do still have them. They, they were purchased for the library to circulate. 
And uh, like winter is the best time, but there's nothing to say that you can only test in the winter. So um, if somebody needs a radon detector, they can come in and check one out. You just need a library card. And in case people missed our last interview, it's kind of like one of those things you don't really think about to test for, you know, to have at home. Not many people have them because, you know, you got a lot of people have smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, but radon's kind of like one of those hidden ones that could be, it's been hearing more cases of. So can't go wrong with having that. A very nice resource to have at the library. Uh, also, been wondering, I know when we interviewed you last time, you talked about a new addition at the time back in March was the bubble machine and the karaoke machine. There are, how, how have they been received these last uh, several months? So that's our library of things, and they've been very popular. So uh, we have also projectors, we have cameras, we, we have like office equipment, like game a printer, consoles. game consoles were mm-hmm. added. So uh, yeah, we just, oh, 3D printer, 3D yep. printing pen, just so many just different things for people to try that maybe you can't afford or want to give it a try before you buy. Mm-hmm. So we, we have those there for for people to check them out. I know I did check out uh, Drop-In Gaming a couple of times, probably like a handful of times this last year. Is that still on the, like like a, one Saturday yep. a month? Yep. Yep. Uh, I forget, is it like the second Saturday or something like that? I think, well, I'd say it was like the second, second or third. Yeah, it's don't like have middle of the day. Yeah. yeah, don't have them a calendar. Yeah. So yeah, it's a Saturday. It was I just can't this past say that. Saturday. This past Saturday. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's probably like the thirdish Saturday of the month. Yeah, but no, I know Justine usually still holds kind of helms that, right? Or yes. yeah, and I think that's so cool. In case you fellow gamers looking for people to game and meet meet up with, I kind of talked to some fellow gamers. You know, Justine does bang up job putting up some snacks and stuff for people, and you guys got the consoles hooked up there. Just I think I brought my Switch a couple of times yep. and just people bring their switches. Um, um, or play Pokemon Go on your phone if you don't have a handheld console to bring with you. Yeah, that is so cool. And, and that's so cool just hearing how, like, the karaoke machine is being success. And uh, so is that, you know, people probably think, you know, kind of, you know, like your cliches for a library, you know, quiet, you no know, shh. Uh, how, so how, how is the karaoke? Is that like a special, like, room or something? Or is that like kind of like later hours? Library. Oh, yeah. Is it, no, so the the karaoke machine is for checkout. So oh, checkout. Yeah, yeah, so I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's a machine. You can take it home. It, it, it's it's mobile. It's like it, it's, on, it's on wheels. Yeah, yeah, it's got a handle. It's like a little uh, suitcase you pull behind you, but it's got a little disco ball on the no, top. No, very. It's cool. pretty fun. Um, I haven't tried it, but see, I keep I heard saying that we should use it for like a staff. Like oh, fun yeah. event, but I don't want to sing. Same. So. Oh, I'm like, if you guys ever do one, let me know. I'm a karaoke fiend. I love <laughs> love karaoke, but uh, yeah. So if people just go back to the main desk and they walk in, ask, mm-hmm. they can inquire about checking it out. Yeah. So we do have a book that lists all of our items in our library of things. So um, because a lot of things are checked out, you probably have to go on hold for them. Mm-hmm. But th- there's like a, a picture of what the item is, uh, kind of a description. You know, kind of, kind of tells you what you can get with it. Um, and then if it's not available, like I said, you can put it on hold. And then once it comes back, we let you know and you can come pick it up. Now, we're going to be throwing a bunch of information. We kind of recapped a few things when we talk about some other upcoming events, you know, in the Library Con here in just a moment here. If people want to find out more information, uh, your website and social media is the best way to go. That uh, what, What's the li- the website for the library? Uh, gflibrary.com. And of all the social medias, which one would you say is the uh, go-to to recommend, kind of all in one? Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Yep. And I think that's what, at GF Public Library? Yes. 
All right, there you go. And we'll, I got that information in the links, too, in the show notes, So, as well as a link to the Comic-Con page for all your information there. So anyone where anyone's listening to this video or audio, there will be links to all that in the show, show notes, show description there. So uh, we're going to have more. We're going to be diving into all about the Grand Forks Library Con this Saturday from noon to 4 uh, after we take this quick little break from our friends at Churchill Shoes. Shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand City Mall. All right, and we are back with Brandy and Tanya of the Grand Forks Public Library. If comments or questions for either of them in the live chat, uh, please, if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, comment with your questions or comments in the live chat, or call or text in 701-213-0863. So, big Grand Forks Library Con, second annual, this Saturday from noon to four at the, at the library. Uh, so, I was kind of looking on, just kind of like the... Um, I think the, on you know, gflibrary.com, they ha- you guys have a terrific, just kind of nice uh, destination page for the whole Grand Forks Library Con. This kind of recaps it all. So uh, I, I like how you phrase it, uh, our own twist on a comic convention style experience. So uh, so w- were there some like kind of go-to comic cons that were like an inspiration for like their layout and design for how you wanted the library con to be? Well, well, Brandy can go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Okay, yeah. We just wanted to, because where we are located physically in Grand Forks here, there's not a ton of options for conventions. Um, there's some smaller ones in Fargo, or if you want to go down to the Twin Cities or go up to Winnipeg, but for especially, like, young people who might not have a car or money to be able to travel these conventions, they don't have anywhere to experience this. So we wanted to create... Uh, comic-con style experience in the library which would be free and accessible to everyone yeah that's a big deal free free admission because so many i mean it's always great traveling to go to those bigger ones uh but just to have you know just for people who may be a little on the fence about going to comic cons you know and i can only imagine there must be a good a good kind of sneak peek for what comic cons can bring to the table that they may have been missing out on all these years yeah and we really we try to make it as much of a real convention as we can with our space and budget and time and everything. Um, but we're just going to try to keep getting better and better as we go along. We don't want this to be to stop at the second annual Library Con. Now, last year was the first year. Uh, I always, I've heard interviews of past Comic-Cons of all sizes from uh, uh, planners and promoters, uh, just kind of like how it all went and, you know, kind of, I've heard all kinds of tales. Uh, uh, just kind of curious on what was some of like the big takeaways you guys heard from your feedback that you kind of put the emphasis on going in, into the second year. Uh, I don't know, uh, Tanya, you want to field this one? Um, so we got so much positive feedback and just that people wanted to see it again. And, you know, obviously we want to make it bigger and better. 
So just we keep thinking, like, what can we add to what we're offering? You know, it's like, can can we get, like, maybe a well-known name who's willing to, like, donate their time or maybe appear virtually? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. so these are all things we're thinking about. And, you know, just like, like Brandy said, trying to make it a, a real con experience, you know, despite the fact that we we do want to make sure that it is accessible to everyone. I, I, we I, do I, have a lot more vendors this year, so that should help. The one of the fun things about going to a con is like the artist alley or the vendor room. And so they can get a little taste of that at Library Con. Yeah, I, I saw there that uh, people could probably meet. Uh, I, I think you saw I, saw I saw a decent lineup of artists. And I, I think I saw on here on the website, uh, uh, Nerd of the Rings, Ellen Peterson, Raising Wolves, uh, Hire an Adventurer. Oh, what's the, what's the, uh, do you have an official tally for the amount of uh, people that will be at Artist Alley about? Um, if we... Oh, yep, there we go. Yeah, We're... you got most of them there just yeah. now. I got, yeah, Nerd of the Rings, Pride by Francis Pants, Ellen P- Peterson, Raising Wolves, Hire an Adventurer, uh, is it Luis, uh, Ivy Goods, and Lemon Rat Press. So that's, and people, I imagine, get... Meet, meet and greet and kind of maybe purchase wares and signings and stuff like that. Yeah, I know I am excited to peruse their wares. <laughs> we can't go wrong with that. That's kind of part of the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe get turned on to all kinds of new books you wouldn't have never thought about. And isn't the cool thing about cons too? It's just like you could just, usually, uh, artist alleys, the artists are so approachable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just a great way to discover new, all new ways you never would have thought about trying out some new books. Yeah, definitely. Now, um, I, another thing I kind of have for you too is I, I kind of want to go down like the floor by floor breakdown kind of I saw on, on, on your website. So I see on the main floor, um, kind of talk about artists a little bit. Uh, is for vendors, is that also kind of like a artist alley or will there be there yep. other vendors that are just kind of selling like merchandise, things like that? Yep. Stuff like a lot of people make stuff like crochet items, like Nerd of the Rings. Um, they make chainmail jewelry, um, just items that they make themselves, jewelry, art. You name it, keychains. So if maybe people are maybe looking for some early early Christmas shopping ideas for their buddies or for birthday sure. gifts coming up around, this could be a good potential big, you know, hey, hot ticket item here. Mm-hmm. Shopping locally. Um, yeah, if you have a geeky friend that you birthday Christmas is coming up, that would be a good place to check out. Everyone has a geeky friend. I, <laughs> I've, no, I've seen so many cool things at... Uh, Various uh, comic cons or just conventions over the years that like all you're just kind of browsing around and also hey this could be a good Christmas gift for so and so or a good birthday gift for that. Uh, I can only imagine kind of feedback you guys must have got last year from just ways to expound on that going into this year. So uh, another thing I saw you got going on on the main floor this year is you're going to be having a, a 501st Legion there. That's going to be really cool to give give a shout out to them. Yeah, we've been working with them, I think, since 2019. They've been coming to our May the 4th events, and I also invited them to Library Con, and they're super stoked to come. Last year, we had them be the judges for our cosplay contest, oh. which they did a fantastic job, but I think they might have intimidated the children a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there was one little girl who was definitely like, I don't know about that. <laughs> it was kind of cute, though. Did Did you get, what were the, a lot of, entr- I've seen, uh, it seems like cosplay has been taking off more and more uh, oh, yeah. these last, uh, there's a couple conventions I go to maybe every couple of years, and it seems each and every time, and just, not just one con individually, it seems, does it seem like, cosplay is getting more and more popular year by year i feel like cosplay has always been a major part of mm-hmm. the conventions i feel like it's like a tradition yeah mm-hmm. so I, I feel like maybe 
more people beyond those who are part of the con scene are more aware of it. Mm -hmm. But I think cosplay is just a time-honored tradition, absolutely. Last year, did you guys have a pretty decent turnout for cosplayers there? We did. We have um, three divisions. We have children, teens, and adults, and there's some really good turnouts. Um, It's just really cool to see what people come up with. Yeah, actually, I think yeah, we could probably talk about that right now. I think we got a flyer we could queue up to put up for it here uh, for the cosplay contest. And so, what what are those age divisions for the for the uh, cosplay? For the kids, it's zero to eleven. Eleven uh, teens is twelve to seventeen, and adults is eighteen and up. Eighteen. Wow. Okay. So and so last year, about how many people entered? About roughly, would you say? I want to say. Maybe a couple dozen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say around 30 or so. Wow, there you go. Okay, that's... Uh, is there certain... When you when you see people cosplay, is there certain, like, maybe brand or series you like to keep an eye out for people cosplaying as? You can kind of see what the popular thing of the year is by what's being cosplayed, um, like which anime is super popular right now. Um, so that's always fun to get a bead on what the current... It thing is, or maybe like the big comic book movie of the year. You like, I imagine probably saw a lot of Spider. You think you'll be seeing a lot of Spider Mans with a new Spider Verse movie this year, possibly. I don't know. I feel like last year we saw more anime. More anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that again. I know last year at the, uh, you know, we were at the Grand Forks Comic Con doing a. a live remote and uh we interviewed some cosplayers there just talking to some of them about the detail they put into those costumes that uh i'm sure people could go and you know grab a quick little throw something together but the way some people spend it sounds like days and weeks everything by hand yeah we have also been at grand forks comic con and that's where we really see what's popular like one year there were a ton of my hero academia cosplayers the next year it was demon slayer so when that rolls around this year we'll we'll get to see what the popular thing is so, so is do people have to like pre-register for that cosplay contest or do they just just go up to before it starts we there at the library con sign up for mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah. the sign be... up will be there so mm-hmm. you don't have to register before the event but at the event before we start okay and i, th- I paul i think we have a picture for that cosplay contest i grabbed it from the oh yeah there, there's a main banner for the library con there so that's a nice i got that flyer from your guys's website there and uh I think if you just, uh, I, I think if you just click that second eyeball from the, t- yep, then that should show the. There we go. So I thought that was a really cool flyer, kind of going over the age brackets and prizes awarded for all three categories. Yep, yep. absolutely. That's cool. Any 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 preview for the prizes or prizes, or you just kind of got to be there to see? Uh, well, it. It's River Cinema gift card. Oh, hey, you know. perfect. <laughs> well, that's hey, that's only inspiration for future cosplay costumes. And if you haven't seen, you know, the new Turtles movie or Spider-Verse, then you could use your gift cards. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's, I meant maybe some Turtles this year, too, with the new art that show, would huh? Be, that'd be really fun. I would hope to see that. Yeah, we'll be having a green screen also at Comic-Con. So if they have a really cool cosplay, they can go take a picture with the green screen and be inserted into oh, a wow. background. That That is so cool. Uh, I see other... Other things going on at the Grand Forks Library Con, uh, there's going to be button making. Yes, that is one of my favorite things to do at these kinds of things. We have a button making machine, and we cut out um, blanks from if we have like a damaged graphic novel, or we punch out images from that, and then we can make buttons. And so there are buttons that 
are one of a kind. You're not going to be able to buy them anywhere, and they're going to be like straight from a comic. And they're just really fun. People to can make. can people bring their own printouts, maybe to have pressed, or can they can you find images for them online if they make have requests, or do you kind of like have a library we, for we them? We have like a, just a big box yeah. of cutouts, and we yeah. spread them out, and people get to and pick what they want. It's a wide variety Good of, variety. of yeah. comics, you know. Oh. So we're we're talking DC, we're Marvel, you know, Dark Horse, indie, like yeah, just and pretty much any popular character, you know, will will have will have had a comic. You know, mm-hmm. like like from Free Comic Book Day, even or yep. just donated comics, and you know, if, if they can't be circulated or if they're damaged, then like Brandy said, then we can use them for this project. So, yeah, we we have such a wide variety of things. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I may have to stop by and take you up, take it guys up on one of those. That uh, can't go wrong with a button or pin or pins there. Uh, that it seems like the pin collecting scene too. That's another thing that's, that's been taking off last yep, few years. For sure. Yeah, uh, I, I see. Also, what's going on with the scavenger hunt? You guys got, are going to be going out to the library, con. Oh, so scavenger hunts are so popular at our library. You know, we have our Pokemon scavenger hunt, um, and then so this is along those lines. It is. It's just a fun little extra thing to do. It takes you around the library, and it's it's superhero themed, mm-hmm. um, and you get a little prize um, if you find everything. Oh gosh, you can't go wrong with that. I know a lot. It seems like escape rooms and of that nature too. That's probably got to have a, a good little kind of side effect for maybe maybe scavenger hunts being kind of a similar parallel to taking off in that of that nature. So another thing I see going on here too. We got the children's department make your own comic book craft. So 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 how how does that work exactly? Yeah, we have a bunch of blank pages that have blank panels, um, so kids can just create their own comic book and then we can staple them together put a cover on there and yeah but their imaginations run wild yes exactly you never know when the next big comic book artist is going to get their start mm-hmm. you know and that could plant a seed too for maybe future comic creators too yeah i know when i was a kid one of the things that i wanted to be when i grew up was a comic artist and i drew little cartoons all the time Oh gosh, yeah, this, well, big fan of, of the doodling notebooks and all that. Yeah, very cool. Heck yeah! Uh, now I see comp. You're gonna get if a lot of people who go to comic cons are probably familiar with. It. If you're having comic con, you got to have panels and discussions, okay. and you guys got a conference room schedule. I see you got a few conferences here. Uh, so this is gonna be really cool here. At uh, I see the first one, which will be going on from twelve fifteen to one p.m. is pop culture trivia. Yep. We'll be doing, we make our trivia with Kahoot, which has really like streamlined the trivia process. Um, yeah, that'll be a good warm up. Yeah, to get, get, can't go wrong with crowd interaction. I see so many places in town that do trivia nights. So if you're into trivia, that's, that's going to be exactly up your alley. And then I see at 115 to 2, uh, Dr. Michelle Sauer uh, will be there for, for her first of two panels. Yep, she is a professor at UND. Um, I had her for many classes when I attended UND way back in the day. Um, And she is happy to help and share her geeky presence as well. Some of the classes that I took from her included Harry Potter, vampires, uh, King Arthur traditions. So. so suffice it to say, she's very well-versed. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I completely, I, I am all down with that. And she will be joining one Amy Bader at the 2.15 to 3 p.m. panel. This is, this is quite the, uh, it's subtitled A Friendly Debate, <laughs> Star Trek versus Star Wars. 
Yeah, this was an idea that I had because um, I knew Dr. Sauer is a big Star Trek fan. And Amy um, attends our graphic novel book club, which I go to. And she's a fan Me as of well. both. Mm-hmm. Yep, Dale as well. And she's a fan of both franchises. And so I just thought it would be fun if we could get a little debate going. And uh, I guess, spoiler alert, I get full transparency here. Uh, the journalist in me, but I, yours truly here, will be moderating it. Uh, so, yeah, I actually, I think it was about a week or so ago, I uh, forwarded some questions to Justine, Amy, Michelle, just kind of what to break down here, just kind of give a good idea for, you know, general topics. We're kind of be going like a minute or two for each topic and, and just... Hopefully, the subtitle is a friendly debate. No, 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 no. no it's, I'm so looking forward to that. Just uh, Me too. Just yeah. everyone get their inner sci-fi nerd on and just, just have mm-hmm. fun. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes down. And, and, and then the last panel, 3.15 to 4 p.m., beat the librarian trivia. Yes. So are, are you guys, who, who will be participating? In, is it a lot of the staff there? No, so it'll be me and one other uh, person on staff as well as our state librarian, Mary Susie. She has agreed to come in and be a part of this event with us. So we're pretty happy about that. Coming from Bismarck? She is coming from Bismarck just to do this for us. So there you go, everyone tuning in. If you think you're way more well-versed in the library universe than your local librarians, make sure to... I, I go in from 3.15 to 4 to test your, your knowledge. <laughs> well, it's general trivia, so I, I might do very badly. <laughs> no, you, no, you got We'll give you an early crowd clap. They, you, yeah, right. Everyone will yeah. be rooting you on. Pump me up. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, LibraryCon going on this Saturday from noon to 4 at the Grand Forks Public Library. Again, gflibrary.com has all the information you need, and we'll have links in this so- social media post. Anything else I missed from the LibraryCon you want to touch on before we uh, talk about a few other things to wrap up here? So we don't have food vendors, but the food truck uh, festival will be happening um, in the Grand Cities Mall here in the parking lot. Yeah, I was oh, going to say I thought I meant to. Aww. Yeah, I thought I thought I heard some conflicting things just the other day. I was I was actually I was going to bring Aww. that up before the sh- before we start. I completely forgot. But uh, well, that is that is too bad here, and I'm glad we mentioned yeah, shoot. it. So. Sorry about that. Well, actually, I went to click the link the other day to see if it was still going, and then it, it just showed the date for next year. So uh, okay, but uh, but. Dang. Still, Grand Cities Mall is just a block away. You got several dining options there. So you got you got Mo's Cafe, you got Rumors, and you got Oh for Heaven's Cake if you want a treat. So yeah. and then but food vendors are something that we've thought about for this event as well. Mm-hmm. And the reason we couldn't it was because of the festival yeah. happening at the same time. So we never know what the next year will bring. Exactly. So. Um, so, yeah, again, gflibrary.com to get all the information for the Grand Forks Library Con. I think we're down to just a few minutes left here because we've got another show coming up at noon here. But uh, I want to make sure to highlight a couple other activities coming up here. I know we usually uh, preview uh, or we kind of run down other upcoming uh, fall schedule things here. But uh, I, I guess if there's, like, say, I know we're going to preview one October thing here real quick. Before we do that, is there maybe of all the other upcoming fall events or book clubs currently ongoing uh, one or two that you, that that either that both of you would like to highlight so i think we're going to be talking about haunted stacks but uh one thing i did want to highlight specifically is this year we are uh, starting an 18 plus halloween 
event uh, called Fright Night, and it will be on October 27th. It's our first time having something specifically geared towards the you know older patrons, and we just want it to be a fun kind of spooky night. We're we're deep in the planning on that one. Um, yeah, we're just really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Halloween cannot. The stores are already starting to get their costumes and candy out. <laughs> Halloween season. I love it. spooky movies. Mm-hmm. Brandy, how about for some other current uh, activities or programs going on at the library you'd like to highlight? Um, we're also in the planning stages of our November craft series. Um, we're looking for some volunteers who'd like to teach some kind of skill. We've got some who are interested in helping us teach crocheting. Um, so we're, we're hoping working for on that. a knitter. We're hoping for somebody to come and teach people how to knit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you can't. Hey, knitting, that's a big thing. I know a lot of fellow knitters or croquet, uh, or not cro- uh, crochet. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, again. Oh, Paul. Really quick. So, when you say when you say knitting um, and crocheting, are those two different things? Yes, yes, yes they are. Because um, I, I know somebody that I think crochets. Yeah. But. So oh, we we got um, several volunteers who are willing to help teach people like the basics basics of crochet, um, and that's with uh, that's with one hook, um, but knitting is with two, and. Um, that you have reached the limit of my knowledge, <laughs> right yep. there. But I, um, but they are different crafts, and um, they're both they're both popular. And I think people want to learn them, but they're maybe a little intimidated because yeah. you know people used to learn from like say their their relatives who were doing it. But nowadays, like oh oh, just go online and see a video. But you can't you can't stop your video and say oh wait, could you clarify what you just did? Oh, could you right. redo that? Could you show me from a different angle? All you can do is play it back over and over and say. Yep. I can't figure out what they just did. Good to have that live, you know, demonstration right in front of you, or just yeah. if you have any questions. Yeah. I might know a person. Oh well, if you want to send them our way, um, we would appreciate that. Thank you. So, uh, so many programs and, and events going on upcoming. Uh, before we preview one other one, again, gflibrary.com or GF Public Library on Facebook to find all your current ongoing events, book clubs, programs coming up. I know we're going. I think we we're talking about having uh, some more of the library in. Come October to previews, do a more fleshed out winter yep. fall preview yep. there. Um, mm-hmm. I know you guys wanted to give a little teaser for another Halloween event that you're going to be talking about come October, right? Well, Haunted Stacks is our annual mm-hmm. event. We've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's such a big event, and it really pulls in the families. And um, it's just we keep getting bigger and bigger with it. So it's, yeah, we're just... That's coming October 28th. It's a good event for if you don't want your kids running around in the neighborhood, you don't know what the weather's going to be like, they can go somewhere that's inside, have some fun. Good-natured mischief. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll have, like, carnival-style games. You know, we'll have maybe a little activity. We'll be bobbing for apples? Um, no, but we are going to have our, our DJ, um, who has been doing haunted sex with us for several years, and um, he's a big hit. People love the Halloween dance party. Oh, gosh. Can't go wrong with the dance party. I'm all for that. I, if I remember from past, uh, I want to think, talking to Justina at the library before, it sounds like it's one of the biggest turnouts uh, you guys mm-hmm. have for the events of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's right up there with our summer reading program mm-hmm. kickoff. It's It's huge. So... Come mid-October, so I think we're going to have a couple more on, get a little more fleshed out and some yep. other uh, mm-hmm. preview, and just to kind of really dive deep into that and other Halloween events you guys have yep. coming on here. Oh, so before we come back in October, we are ha- planning to have costume swap again this year. So that'll we'll have some dates in early October if people want to come in and, and check out what we have to offer. 
And also, if anyone wants to donate gently used costumes to this event, you know, you can just bring them into the library. I know one other thing we wanted to mention, too, that we were talking about before. You guys got a new program called Thursday Theater. Oh, yeah, that's new. So we have Family Movie Day, which is one Saturday a month, and we thought it would be fun to offer movies that maybe appeal more to grown-ups. So we're talking PG-13 and R movies. And so we're starting that in September. Uh, and I don't know if I'm allowed to to say what movie we're showing. Like, we can put it in some of our marketing, but we have to, you know, we need to be conscious of how we how we do things. We don't want to get in trouble with our right. or with our licensing company. Oh, yeah, very company. fair. So, but um, it, that'll be a Thursday nights, a one Thursday night a month that we're offering. I think that. I saw on your social media, it, the next one is uh, September 21st yes. from 6 to 8 p.m. Yes, that is correct. So, yeah, can't go wrong with that. Join some movies with some fellow patrons. Uh, so, I, I guess... Last question here is, I, I kind of teased it at the beginning here, um, uh, recommended good read you guys had lately that you'd like to recommend, a book that really stood out to you, or just a random all-time favorite that you'd like to recommend. Brandy, your first time on the show here, I'll, I'll throw it to you first. Oh, no. um, Hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I started reading this year, it's a manga series, it's called Go Go Loser Ranger. So if you were a fan of Power Rangers back in the day, this is what that is, but you're seeing it from the side of the monsters. Oh. And it's just really funny. And if you... Humanizes the monsters. <laughs> yeah. If you liked Power Rangers growing up, I would say this one's for you. Oh. Tanya. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This is so hard. <laughs> okay, I mean, it doesn't have to be kid. your favorite, favorite, <laughs> but no, uh, maybe just like a recent, really okay. uh, uh, recent read that stood out to you. Okay. So I love... Shauna McGuire's Wayward Children series, and she puts out a novella pretty much every year for the series. So um, our book club recently read the most recent one, which is Lost in the Moment and Found. Um, so I just I do recommend just that entire series. And she's very reliable. Uh, and I guess as long as her publishing company cooperates, she'll be she'll be putting them out. Oh, that, that's very good to hear. You're by a new book each year. That's quite the feat. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I would uh, say more than one, actually. She's very prolific. Oh, wow. Wow. She's... Okay, yeah. I, I see... Every now and again, I see some film directors. They do a movie a year. I don't know how they do it, but they some people are just workhorses like that. Uh, I guess anything we missed before we wrap up the show here? I, you know what? Everyone needs to come to the library and see what we have, because for everything that we've been talking about, there are things that we just... We forget because we see them every day, and we know we have them. But you, But when somebody finds out we have something, they're surprised. So it's like, I, you know, I can't tell you what you don't know is in the library. You have to come and see it. Gotcha. Very, very cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, I can vouch for that, too. Uh, again, I'm, I, I go to the book club uh, be, between the panels. I love talking graphic novels once a month with you guys there. It's such, so, so much fun. So many new things to discover there. Uh, again, where can people find the library in GraphWorks if they have no idea where it is? <laughs> Uh, well, if anyone knows where Kmart used to be, yeah. no, that's how we used to give directions, actually. Um, so, yeah, we're off of South Washington. There's a sign that points you towards the public library. Um, if you see Sonic, you're in the right area. Um, I don't know. What or the Grand is. Cities Mall. Or if you see the Grand Cities Mall. Um, yeah, we're right there. I think um, if you just hook a right, right after Aaron's sales and lease. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Easy way to find it. And once again, gflibrary.com for all you need to know or GF Public Library on Facebook. So I think that will wrap it up for today. And again, Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. is your hours. And Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5. And on Sunday, 1 p.m. to 5. So 
Hanya, Brandy, thank you guys so much. This is awesome. Wish you guys nothing but the best for this uh, this Saturday's Library Con. Yeah, thanks thank for you. having us. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, well, we'll be wrapping up the show in just a moment here. But before we do, we got a quick word from our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, coming up today, later day on Grand Forks Best Source, tune in at 12 p.m. for Grand Forks City Chatter, where Grand Forks Public Information Officer John Bernstrom will have on guest Dana Sandy from the Grand Forks City Council. Also, tune in tomorrow to River City's Speedway presents Dirty Thursday for a big World of Outlaws edition. Uh, John Roberts is going to be having on uh, NOSA Sprint driver uh, Mark Dobmeyer and Wes Irwin of Living Like Outlaws on to talk up and hype up the big World of Outlaw races coming to the River City Speedway this Friday. Some awesome shows coming on you do not want to miss. Just search GFBS anywhere you find podcasts or on social media to find these shows. Remember to like, share, tag, subscribe, follow GFBS on all the social media and podcast apps. Hit that nice little notification bell, too, to make sure you are alerted to whenever we go live. And make sure to help support GFBS by leaving us a review on Google or your favorite podcast app. Hey, the Grand Cities are a sensational place. Grand Forks Best Source is giving them an identity again.